Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Are we ready? You're listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. No, the universe. And welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse. How you guys doing out there? Thanks for joining us today. Today we got a lot of good stuff to go over. First, we're going to be talking about a little brotherhood man out of the CC Riders. Yes, those are out of Madison and they've been around for 50 years. So if you haven't heard about them, don't know where you have been. California, we're going to be talking about a superbike school that's celebrating its 40th uh, anniversary. And then some shenanigans out of Chicago. Yeah, my hometown. It just gets better and better <laughs> out in Chicago. I can't believe it. Man, at the taping of this, my Green Bay Packers are getting their asses kicked. I'm talking kicked. 17 to 0 as I'm uh, recording this uh, radio podcast. It's just sad, sad state of affairs. Unreal, unreal. Anyway, let's talk about the CC Riders. And actually, I'm going to be reading from Madison.com. It's actually a good thing that uh, media has actually done something good when it comes to bikers. Usually, they're out there bashing us like there ain't no tomorrow. So... This is a good thing, guys. Good thing. Anyway, Madison.com by Lawrence Andrea. These guys are my brothers. Madison CC riders have bonded for 50 years over motorcycles and friendships. Stefan Lon says, Not a lot has changed since the Capital City Riders were formed in Madison. 1968, guys. 1968. He goes on to say he's a 69-year-old retired truck driver who goes by the nickname Lava, is one of just five remaining active original members of the CC Riders Motorcycle Club. For those who say, hey, am I too old? Because I get a lot of those questions. Am I too old at 50 to join a motorcycle club? I don't know, man. You got a guy who's 69 here, a retired truck driver, still rolling. Man, that is just awesome if you ask me. He describes the riders not as an outlaw club, but rather a group united around a common interest. It was just a bunch of guys who wanted to go riding, he said, of the club's beginnings on Madison's east side in the late 1960s. Can you imagine what it was like in the 60s, man? That's one era I really wish I was a biker at. You know, I came in in the 90s, but damn, would that have been fun in the 60s. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, I'm telling you. We just have a good time. It really hasn't changed two months, he goes to say. Despite the aging group of original members, they range anywhere from 68 to 75. That's what I'm talking right there. There are about 60 current members, some in their mid-20s and early 30s. 
The club has had more than 250 members in its 52 years in Madison, who added that younger guys tend to come and go. Most of the members ride Harley-Davidson motorcycles, though there are guys with BMW and Yamaha bikes. Laba still rides the same 1967 Harley that he bought in 69. It is beautiful. A few of the other riders I own a motorcycle shop. They keep my bike on the road, he said. Laba described the club members as working class people, which most are in the motorcycle club scene. It is not what the media and the cops try to push off. Everybody's out there drug dealing or they're doing this or doing that. No, working class people, man, working class people. Adding, quote, most of our guys are your nine to five laborers. There are truck drivers, mechanics, and small business owners. New riders tend to either be family or past members of, or people the club meets at events or on rides. Only men can join the club, though many of the guys have wives and girlfriends who hang around. One of the newest members, he goes by Dutch, joined the riders about six years ago, shortly after coming to Madison from Arizona, after making an offhand comment about a Harley at a motorcycle show to someone who turned out to be a rider. He was invited to the clubhouse to meet the members. He was a prospect. Someone intended to join the club. For six months before he was accepted as a full member, he's been a writer ever since. Quote, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, Dutch said. These guys are my brothers. The beginnings. Let's hear a little history on the CC Riders. They started as a motorcycle shop on the corner of Atwood Avenue and Division Street on the east side. Identical twins Robert and Richard Smith owned Smith Cycle Service, which served as a, quote, hub for the early riders. Man, I wish it was like that still to the day. A lot, you know what, that is old school right there, old school. Quote, we took a lot of young men off the street and let them work for us, said Richard Smith, now 77 and living in northern Wisconsin. They would start working at the bottom of the totem pole and maybe end up getting a bike. It was glamorous for young men. The club officially formed in 1968 and eventually moved to the corner of South Patterson and William Streets, behind what is now the Wisco Bar. The riders organized weekly Sunday rides and tended to hang out at the Anchor Inn on Atwood Avenue, which has since been closed. Otherwise, they called William Street their home. Quote, they were pretty much at the clubhouse, said Sharon Kilfoy, director of William Street Art Center and neighborhood historian who has lived in the area since the 70s. Kilfoy said it was not uncommon to see motorcycles lining South Patterson Street, but she stressed that it was not an over-the-top or obnoxious presence. In fact, she said the neighborhood felt protected by the riders, which, hey, most neighborhoods do when a club moves in. Kilfoy used to work at the old emergency care uh, respite center on Williamson Street near the riders' clubhouse. She said the workers knew they could go to the riders if they ever needed help. Quote, I certainly didn't feel as if their presence in any way made me fearful, Kilfoy said. 
They were seen more as community allies, community advocates, community protectors. It seems like that was the prevailing sentiment. Former alderwoman and longtime Williamson Street resident Judy Olson agreed. Olson said the writer's presence made the Marquette neighborhood perhaps a little more secure. She noted a time in which a driver's side swiped a parked car and continued to drive. A rider attempted to chase the driver down and then informed the owner of the damaged car of what happened. Another time, Olson lost her cat, and rider helped find it. Awesome stuff, man, you know? Awesome stuff. In the community, it talks about how they do a lot of charity events. And this right here, man, is what clubs are all about. It really is. The writers in the law, I want to get into that a little bit. Uh, the Dane County Sheriff Dave Mahoney said there has been an increased presence of 1% or motorcycle clubs in the area over the last 20 years. He noted multiple times in which clubs like the Outlaws and Angels, which aren't up there, tried to set up clubhouses in Dane County and force the CC riders out. I'd like nothing better than for everyone to get along, but that is not historically what occurs when these clubs move in. We're mindful of their president and watch for them to see what they're up to. Yeah, last time I checked, the Angels weren't up in Madison. I might be mistaken, but yeah, I don't get so. But that tells you about the longevity, and that should answer a lot of your guys' questions about how old you have to be to be in a club, or more precisely, when is the time not to be in a club? But uh, you got guys up there in 75 years old, man. So get out there, do it if you want to. Anyway, we're going to move to Motorcycle at its best. It's right in magazine.com. And this was a press release. California Superbike School celebrates 40 years. Rock and roll. California Superbike School marks its 40th anniversary in 2020 with a U.S. schedule that includes 86 days of training at 10 different tracks, including Laguna Seca, Barber Motorcycle or Motorsports Park, the Ridge, Virginia International Raceway, and New Jersey Motorsports Park, an updated fleet of 2020 BMW S1000RRs, there is also bring-your-own-bike options. Full rental gear is available. The California Superbike School has trained 153,000 students, most of whom are regular street riders. Racers also occasionally attend with graduates claiming 65 national and world racing championships. Key's teachings have been the basis for motorcycle riding programs all over the country, and along with the sun, Dylan Code have brought more technology and advanced metrics in the program to better educate students of all skill levels and learning styles. Rock and roll, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, to this next one, this was in BlockClubChicago.org. Uh, Alderman set to take aim at noisy motorcycles. Yes, they're trying to push this in liberal occupied territory Chicago. Alderman Brian Hopkins wants the city to install noise monitors along Lakeshore Drive to measure the sleep preventing racket created by motorcycles without a muffler. 
funny. I thought, you know, bullets flying on the west and south side, you couldn't sleep with that stuff. But hey, let's go after motorcycles, right? <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Shit. Two aldermen will ask their colleagues on uh, Tuesday to kick off 2020 by cracking down a noise made by motorcycles along North Lakeshore Drive and throughout the city. See, they have to do something on Lakeshore Drive because that's the Gold Coast as you get up north. And God forbid you bug them people. Alderman Brian Hopkins II will finally get a hearing on the proposal. It goes by 02019-9420. He introduced more than six months ago to install noise monitors along Lakeshore Drive to measure the sleep-preventing racket. Racket. Created by motorcycles without mufflers with, which flock to the scenic road in the summer. The measure is set to be considered by City Council's Public Safety Committee, which is scheduled to meet at 10 a.m. Tuesday. A 2017 state law authored by State Rep. Sarah Feingles permits the city to install the monitors, which are similar to devices that measure the roar of jets taken off and landing at O'Hare and Midway airports. After the monitors have been placed for 12 months, the data about the clamor will be compiled and released to the public. According to the proposal, that could help Hopkins and other Northside aldermen press the Chicago Police Department to step up law enforcement along Lakeshore Drive. But before those monitors can be put in place, Alderman Pat Dow of the 3rd will press officials from the Chicago Police Department and the Office of Emergency Management Communications to detail a plan to address the swarms of riders that gather to perform death-defying stunts for onlookers and for others watching on social media. Yeah, if it's fun, uh, the left is always going to be there to ruin your fun. That's just the way they are. Just the way they are. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, it's just for sports bikes. Oh, bullshit. That ain't just for sports bikes, guys. They are, you know, you can tell when they said, hey, you know, they're putting uh, the loud uh, noises out there without mufflers. Oh, my God, we're going to die. We can't get any sleep. Bullshit, they're going after Harleys and everybody else, man. It just ain't the sports bikes. That's kind of how Chicago is. Find something to either tax. I'm surprised you can't even, uh, they're not taxing the air you breathe right now. But if it's something that bugs that Gold Coast uh, people, they're going to be all over your ass. Pretty sad state of affairs. Pretty sta sad state. This is why I always tell people, you better get your asses out there and join ABATE or Motorcycle Rights Foundation something. Do something to get involved in the fight. Because if now they're going to do noise monitors in Chicago, when's that going to go all across the country too? I already know they use them at uh, places like Daytona, Sturgis, just something to get their pockets full of money. It's, it's even more funnier... Uh, I like that, uh, the bar height shit they, they use, man. Mine's, uh, what, 20-something inches, uh, with the risers on there. You know, 18s plus, I think, another 2-inch risers. So, depending where I go there, you know, I'm in violation of the law, and they want to ticket my ass again. Anything to make the freaking money, and it's just sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs when you have to fight for everything, 
That's just like, uh, you know, I'm kind of, we're going to be covering this Virginia rally at actually uh, 2020, so it probably passed when this episode comes out, but we're going to be doing a lot of coverage on that and a lot of coverage on gun rights because I think that is one thing that should unite motorcycle club members and bikers in general because a lot of us carry. And the Second Amendment is huge for us all, huge. So maybe that could be something that unites us and uh, we can go forward and do, you know, build on that type of stuff. Because you got your Second Amendment that goes with your First Amendment. Without the Second Amendment, you don't have that First Amendment. And a lot of the motorcycle club profiling stuff has to do with the First Amendment. So that is your news today. Oh yeah, baby, that was your news. And I really appreciate all you guys uh, joining the show. Don't forget to get over on Instagram. Check us out over there on IGTV where I do our fireside chats all the time. Plus on YouTube. Go over there and check us out, man. You guys are awesome. I'll talk to you guys all later.